Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. President Vladimir Putin's nuclear weapons threat. What some area leaders are saying about the president's decision to pardon marijuana simple possession convictions. I'm Mike Marilla. We'll have the return of Hellraiser and uh, get a review of that horror movie remake from Vulture critic Jen Cheney coming up at 1010 this morning. Right now, 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. A new read on jobs. We are starting to see the labor market return to a somewhat more normal level. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger on this morning's report from the Labor Department. Employers added 263,000 positions last month, down from 315,000 in August. What did it mean for borrowers? Bank rates Mark Hamrick. The Federal Reserve looks at this and other job market data, along with the inflation pressures continuing to brew, and will continue to believe that it needs to boost interest rates. That appears to be a certainty for the upcoming meeting in early November. Unemployment was down to 3.5% last month. That's a 50-year low. Gas prices creeping up. They're at an average of three eighty-nine a gallon nationally. But in California, drivers are shelling out six thirty-nine. Correspondent Jonathan Vigliotti is in Los Angeles. Gas prices are on the rise again. Tough to live in L.A. right now. But in California, it's on a whole other level, where prices have soared $1.15 in the past month. This price spike comes after several California oil refineries shut down for maintenance, limiting supplies of gasoline. President Biden made a sobering remark at a Democratic fundraiser in New York last night about the most serious prospect of Armageddon in 60 years, that's what he called it, if Vladimir Putin can't find an off-ramp for the war in Ukraine. Nuclear weapons expert Joe Serencioni. Our war games show repeatedly that a nuclear exchange that begins in exactly this way out of a stalemated conventional conflict can quickly escalate to global thermonuclear war. The Norwegian Academy has awarded this year's Nobel Peace Prize to a jailed Belarusian activist and Russian and Ukrainian rights groups. They have made an outstanding effort to document war crimes, human rights, abuses, and the abuse of power. President Biden says he'll pardon anyone with a prior federal offense for simple pot possession, and he wants federal regulators to review how cannabis is classified. Xavier Nailing in L.A. couldn't agree more. I've never really understood how they can actually make something that grows from the ground illegal. Mr. Biden's asking state governors to pardon offenses as well. Looking to get away to somewhere packed with things to do, see, eat. This year's top choice of Condé Nast traveler readers is Chicago. The magazine's Aaron Florio tells CBS Morning. It's a landlocked city with a beach. Right. Like it yeah. doesn't get it doesn't get better than that. And also, you know, they're the top of the game for food, yes. for architecture, yes. for culture. Dow down 456. This is CBS News. You need to hire? Indeed is with you every step of the way. Helping you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Visit indeed.com slash credit. Have Apple CarPlay or Android Auto in your car and the WTOP app on your phone? Then you have one-touch access to the WTOP live stream. 50 giant head toward the west Traffic end. reports, podcasts, this podcast has allowed us to and more. An orchestra. Check it out today. 
10.03, Friday, October 7, 2022. 63 degrees, sunny morning, afternoon clouds going up to the low 80s. Good morning, I'm Gigi Barnett. And I'm Mark Lewis. With the top local stories we're following this hour, we're looking back 20 years ago this week at the Beltway Sniper shootings. Ten people were killed in our area. And 20 years ago today was one of the scariest days of that period when a middle schooler was wounded outside his school in Bowie. Shooting a kid. I guess it's getting to be really, really personal now. This morning, WTOP's Neil Augenstein talks with the sniper shooting's youngest survivor. It's a story you're hearing first right here. I believe in second chances. Iron Brown was 13 years old when he was shot in the chest by then 17-year-old Lee Boyd Malavo. I look forward to having to sit down with Malavo and just hearing his take. Now they're both men in their mid-30s. Brown says he'd like to hear what Malavo was going through at the time. I do agree with him most definitely being in jail forever. He was obviously old enough to know better and to know what he was doing was wrong. Asked if what happened 20 years ago today ever retreats to the back of his mind, Iron Brown says he's got an obvious reminder. I have a pretty cool scar. It goes up my stomach and across my chest. Neil Oikenstein, WTOP News. Read more of Brown's story at WTOP.com. Police in Northern Virginia say a man shot at them and then sped away. He fired several rounds from a semi-automatic pistol. Ricardo Singleton, who's 27 years old, is now in custody after a wild chain of events in Arlington and Fairfax counties. Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis says the man led police on a chase. Our shooter struck several cars while he was being pursued by police officers and the state troopers. He says Singleton fired shots at officers before eventually giving up and being arrested in West Falls Church last night. Davis says it was miraculous that no one was injured. We had several citizens that were absolutely in harm's way. Absolutely. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. President Biden has decided to pardon everyone who was charged federally with simple possession of marijuana. While it doesn't affect state and local convictions in Maryland and Virginia, it does help thousands of people in D.C. For people over 21 busted for having a small amount of the drug that exceeded two ounces, the simple possession pardons extend to them. The city's attorney general, Carl Racine, called the president's move a bold step forward for fairness and justice because he says over-criminalization of marijuana has disproportionately impacted black and brown communities in the city. The president's move could also lead to the rescheduling of the drug from Schedule 1, which is equivalent to drugs like heroin. If it is rescheduled, that could potentially lead to more marijuana-friendly laws in the city. Now, governors have been encouraged to make similar pardons for state and local convictions. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's office says it's reviewing the executive action. In Virginia, more than an ounce of marijuana can lead to a simple possession charge. In Maryland, under 10 grams is only a civil offense, but a ballot measure this year, if approved, could make having up to 1.5 grams legal. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. President Biden will visit a Volvo truck plant in Hagerstown today, where he's expected to spotlight some improvements in the economy. Maryland Matters reports the president's trip will also draw attention to the most competitive congressional race in the state. The battle between incumbent Democratic Congressman David Trone and his Republican challenger, State Delegate Neil Parrott. This is President Biden's second trip to Maryland in the last six weeks. Campaign 2022 on WTOP on the race for governor in Maryland involves a stop in court today. 
The state court of appeals will hear from Republican candidate Dan Cox and from the state board of elections on the counting of mail-in ballots and when that should happen. Cox is challenging a decision allowing election workers to count mail-in ballots early arguing that state law prohibits the counting of mail-in ballots until two days after the election. The outcome of this case could affect when voters learn the results of the midterm elections. Coming up after traffic and weather, just in time for Halloween, the remake of Hellraiser. Jen Cheney joins us next with a review. It's 10.07. Veterans, you may have earned a variety of VA benefits. Did you know VA can help you further your education and pursue professional training? The Home Loan Guarantee Program can help you buy, repair, or adapt a home. VA provides housing support if you find yourself homeless or at risk of homelessness. And don't forget world-class health care. Learn more about these and other VA benefits. Visit choose.va.gov. From the cranes in the D.C. skyline to the heavy equipment that builds your roads and bridges, that's us, the International Union of Operating Engineers, IUOE Local 77. For over 120 years, IUOE Local 77 has built the DMV's most important buildings, bridges, and roads. The most skilled and well-trained equipment operators are the men and women of IUOE Local 77. Learn more about who we are and the work we do at IUOELocal77.org. 1008. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Now, traffic and weather on the 8th. Rita Kessler in the WTOP Traffic Center. We still have quite a bit of delays throughout the area right now. If you're on the Beltway, the inner loop in Maryland is slow from 355 to Connecticut, then seeing a slowdown on the outer loop uh, from 95 around toward 29 Colesville Road with nothing reported. We did have the mobile work crew on the inner loop last seen near Branch Avenue along the right side, and then the inner loop in Virginia near Little River Turnpike was a report of a wreck. A late crash on the inbound 14th Street Bridge near the split with Lower 14th Street was in the left lane with delays beginning on northbound 395 trying to get onto the 14th Street Bridge. Rock Creek Parkway near the Kennedy Center, a single lane gets by the work in each direction. Delays are already back at least headed onto the southbound Parkway uh, on the Whitehurst Freeway. Southbound Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue near Malcolm X Avenue was a report of a wreck. Now we have a mobile work crew that is supposed to be moving northbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway starting in Greenbelt headed to 175 taking the left lane starting Starting to see the delays forming Greenbelt. Westbound span of the Bay Bridge, the left lane of three is blocked with the work. So you do have a delay westbound near Cox Street trying to get onto the bridge. But before this on westbound 50 after Kent Narrows, it is still a single left lane getting by the crash. And that cleanup could still take a bit. In Virginia, southbound 95 has the delays out of Newington headed across the Occoquan. The earlier wreck near the Prince William Parkway is gone. Northbound George Washington Parkway before uh, 123, the left lane blocked with the work. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car next to a new car. Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. A pop-up shower may be on the way. Here's Storm Team 4 meteorologist Chad Merrill. 
A gorgeous day underway, plenty of sunshine. Don't expect the clouds to increase until later this afternoon. A front will come through, though, this evening, so our temperatures in the upper 70s, but don't get used to it. It will cool off this evening when that front comes through. It'll drop about 10 or 15 degrees in the span of an hour or two between 7 and 9 o'clock, and the breeze will kick up as well. Down to 50 tonight, low 60s on Saturday, near 40 Saturday night, mid-60s on Sunday, beautiful weather, and that continues early next week. I'm Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. Sunshine and 65 degrees in Washington, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. The gory 1987 horror flick Hellraiser gets a remake. It's the story of a mysterious and malevolent puzzle box that leads to a hellish nightmare. It has six sides, six configurations. It opens up. And it cuts you. And then they come to collect. <gasps> mm, Vulture critic Jen Cheney is live on Skype with the details on this movie and more. Jen, Hellraiser is a horror movie franchise. This one, this latest one, is the 11th film in the rundown. So what's this one about and, and how does it stack up? So this is a direct remake of the very first Hellraiser, as you mentioned, which is uh, Clive Barker's film. And again, it is about a, a puzzle box. In this case, a young woman who's struggling with addiction finds this puzzle box. It unleashes this portal and, and invites these Cenobites, who are these creatures who uh, sort of push human beings to the, to the brink with feelings of pain. Uh, and she ends up kind of losing her, her brother and trying to get him back. Uh, it's it's kind of telling the same story as the original one, but with a lot more details. It kind of drags a little bit. Um, it still has the kind of body horror elements, but it doesn't feel quite as as dangerous as it was when Clive Barker did it. Switching gears to another remake, the TV series Let the Right One In. Tell us about this. Yeah, this is a tale of, of two reboots today. Uh, this is a TV series that debuts on Showtime on Sunday night. Uh, you may remember that it was a Swedish film and that it was also remade as an American film. So this is the third iteration of Let the Right One In. And I'm pleased to say that this is still a really compelling story. This is a case of they've built out the story of this young vampire, her father, who's trying to supply her with blood. But in this case... He's convinced that there's a cure for her, and he's trying to keep her alive long enough to find this cure. So it's a sort of COVID pandemic kind of twist on the story, and I think it's really good. Um, I, I recommend people check it out. All right. Thanks, Jen Cheney, Vulture Critic Jen Cheney. That sounds interesting. It's 1013. Turn your thoughts into action on FanDuel Sportsbook. This is the time. This is Dave Johnson. You're thinking about a game, thinking about a bet you want to make, but you're not sure? No, this is the time to download the FanDuel Sportsbook app because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. You heard that right. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Now, you need to sign up with the promo code Dave Johnson. Again, that's promo code Dave Johnson. It's a no-sweat first bet, so go ahead, give it a try. And as I've discovered the FanDuel Sportsbook app, it's so easy to use. All your favorite bets are there from money line to point spreads to player props. And there's also live betting. You'll get updated odds on games that have already started. And when you win, you get paid your winnings fast. Sign up with that promo code Dave Johnson for your no sweat first bet. Remember the promo code Dave Johnson. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the Washington Commanders. Point on plus and President Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issues, not withdrawal. Free bets expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I didn't think that I would be here today with two children. I would want other women to know that GW is a place where no matter what type of pregnancy you're having, you're gonna get great care. They have the best doctors. I am so grateful for the pregnancy care I received at GW Hospital. Physicians are not employees or agents of this hospital. If you have equity in your home, let Cap Center put it to work with a cash-out refinance. With competitive interest rates and a cap on closing costs, a cash-out refi with Cap Center gives you more to work with. I'm a local business owner, so I understand the value of teamwork and communication. The Cap Center process is smoother than any I've experienced, and with the money for my cash-out refi, I was able to remodel my kitchen. Get more with a Cap Center cash-out refinance. Believe it. Equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Visit capcenter.com for details. NMLS ID number 67717. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Let's go to Dave Johnson. Hey, you hear it? You hear it? That noise coming from College Park. There should be some noise because the Maryland football team is making some noise. They're home tomorrow against Purdue. They're trying to go 5-1, and one, first time since 2013. And quarterback Talia Tungavailoa, now over 6,000 6, yards passing. He's uh, surpassed Boomer and third on the all-time list in program history. That's impressive. And the passing attack while ranked second in the Big Ten behind only Ohio State. And have you noticed what's going on with James Madison? Well, Dave Preston certainly has. Finally, JMU gets on national TV, although it's the NFL Network, and they have to go to Jonesboro, Arkansas to get there. But Coach Kurt Signetti's Dukes lead the nation in total defense and boast a dual-threat quarterback in Todd Centeo. I see another JMUW. We'll hold you to that. More from Dave on WTOP.com. In the D.C. sports huddle, about those commanders, George Wallace. We are almost at the point where it is game over. Like, And I'm talking... Whole new everything next year. Mm -hmm. I've, I believe it. This is year three now. And, and to this week, and to say that this doesn't get fixed overnight, when in the offseason he told us this is year three, we're going to take that next step. Over at the podcast DC app, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. Dave Johnson, WTLP Sports. Top stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. President Biden said an address during a Democratic candidate fundraiser last night that the country is as close to Armageddon as it has been since the Cuban Missile Crisis of the 1960s. He warned of the possibility that Russia could use tactical nuclear weapons after suffering massive setbacks in its war on Ukraine. A September jobs report out this morning showing hiring slowing last month from August. But U.S. employers still added 263,000 jobs. The numbers may mean that the Federal Reserve's drive to cool the job market and ease inflation is starting to work. A women's march is scheduled in the district tomorrow. It's just one being planned across the country to bring attention to the end of Roe v. Wade. The so-called women's wave demonstrations are meant to rally supporters just ahead of the midterm elections. Keep it here on WTOP for more on these stories in minutes. Prince George's County is experiencing one of the biggest spikes in the country of homelessness. That's according to an Associated Press tally of surveys conducted earlier this year. It also found other big increases in Sacramento, California, Portland, Oregon, and Asheville, North Carolina. The increases, when compared to 2020's numbers, are believed to be fueled by a long-running housing shortage, rising rent prices, and the economic hangover from the pandemic. Still to come in Money News. The Dow is down 450 points. Goodwill goes upscale. I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 1018. 
Traffic and weather on the 8th. Sarita Kessler in the WTOP Traffic Center. Well, let's start out on the Beltway. If you're on the outer loop of the Beltway in Maryland after New Hampshire Avenue before University, the crash reported to be on the narrow left shoulder, but expect the delay. The inner loop a little heavy from 355 toward Connecticut. While on Connecticut Avenue southbound before Saul Road, it is a single lane getting by that emergency utility work. In uh Virginia or the district actually inbound on the 14th Street Bridge near lower 14th Street. They cleared that crash pretty quickly out of the roadway. Your lanes are open, but you still have delays northbound on 395 before you get on to the inbound 14th Street Bridge. Also causing delays is the work on the Rock Creek Parkway near the Kennedy Center. A single lane gets by each way. Uh, inbound Rock Creek Parkway or southbound was having the delays coming off of the Whitehurst Freeway. Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue southeast southbound near Malcolm X Avenue was a report of a wreck. Now on the Baltimore more Washington Parkway northbound. This is the mobile work crew heading all the way to 175. Looks like they're near Powder Mill Road right now in the left lane. Once they reach 175, they'll turn around in the southbound direction. Westbound 50, you'll find the delay trying to get across the Kent Narrows Bridge. After Kent Narrows, the left lane gets by the crash cleanup. Then on the Bay Bridge westbound, the left lane is blocked with the work, so your delays are after Cox Creek trying to head onto the bridge. Southbound Branch Avenue after Woodyard Road, there was a report of a broken down RV in the center lane just before Surratt's Road. Also, uh, 355 near King Farm Boulevard and Shady Grove Metro, that was a report of a wreck. If you're in Virginia on the George Washington Parkway, the work is set up northbound uh, near the before 123 in the left lane. You'll also find 28 northbound near New Braddock Road. It's one single left lane getting by the work. Jiffy Lube service centers keep you moving from oil changes and tire rotations to filters and wipers to a full range of services, visit JiffyLubeDC.com for a location near you. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team Force Chad Merrill is joining us live this morning as we check the Friday and weekend weather forecast. How are things shaping up? Well, Mark and Gigi, I tell you what, today is going to be a carbon copy of yesterday with temperatures in the upper 70s. However, a cold front will be on our doorstep this evening and it will come through between 7.30 and 9.30 and that will drag some cooler weather, also a bit of a breeze. So don't get used to this warm weather. Things are really going to change tonight. We quickly drop down into the 60s and 50s and we stay there overnight. This front might produce a sprinkle. That's about it. Tomorrow, plenty of sunshine, low 60s. Saturday night, we'll have a frost north and west of town with low we 30s near 40 inside the Capitol Beltway. Mid-60s on Sunday and then early next week, we rebound all the way back in the mid-70s. Next chance of rain, not until Thursday. We are warming up. BWI Marshall 70, 62 at Reagan National Airport, 64 right now at Dulles International. All right, brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. It's 1021. Hear frontline voices on emergency response in partnership with Verizon. As an EMT with the Wheaton Volunteer Rescue Squad, Jonah Kearns has been in some difficult situations, but one recent example stands out. I ran a call at a nursing home. The patient ended up going into cardiac arrest three times. It was a struggle to keep him alive. We did everything we needed to do. We got the patient transported to the hospital as fast as we could. You do prepare for the worst, but yeah, that one kind of stuck out to me. I'm Nick Ainelli. Verizon Frontline is built for those on the front lines. Built for extreme conditions. Built for 5G. Because when lines are on the line, the people we rely on need technology they can rely on. Verizon is the number one network choice in public safety. Verizon Frontline. The advanced network and technology for first responders. Visit verizon.com frontline to learn more. 
based on quarterly third-party wireless voice market share data, first quarter 2022. Here's Audrey Esau, Senior Vice President for Philanthropy, Communications, and External Affairs, Capital Caring Health, on the discussion, Two Weeks is Too Short and Tragic, sponsored by Capital Caring Health. What we are doing at Capital Caring and through the Center for Health Equity is we want to ensure that everyone, so regardless of race, ethnicity, sexual orientation, that patients and their families have access to excellent advanced illness care and hospice and that those caring for them reflect the cultural competencies and the diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging of those that they're caring for. For more on the discussion, Two Weeks is Too Short and Tragic, visit WTOP.com and search Capital Caring Health. And for more information on why the best hospice benefits come from longer care, visit CapitalCaring.org slash two weeks. You're listening to WTOP News. 1023, the U.S. military has been stepping up its attacks against ISIS leaders in Syria. The first was a rare helicopter raid in government territory in the northeast of Syria. It killed one Islamic State official. That was followed by an airstrike in northern Syria that killed two Islamic State members. The head of the U.S. Central Command says the operations will degrade the ability of ISIS to destabilize the region and strike at U.S. forces and partners. CBS correspondent Cammie McCormick reporting. The mother of a 16-year-old Iranian girl who died in the crackdown on anti-hijab protests is speaking out. Nasreen Shakarami is disputing official claims that her daughter Nika Shakarami fell to her death from a high building. The teen's mother says she was killed by blows to the head. Iran has been embroiled in protests for weeks after a 22-year-old woman died in the custody of that country's morality police. Masa Amini was arrested for not wearing a hijab. That's a scarf covering for Muslim women. The protests are seen as the gravest threat to Iran's ruling elite in years. Human rights groups say dozens of protesters have been killed over the past four weeks. The nuclear-powered aircraft carrier USS Ronald Reagan launched a new round of naval drills with South Korean warships today. It's happening amid growing tensions after North Korea's firing of more ballistic missiles in the waters near the Korean Peninsula. These two-day drills, which also involve U.S. and South Korean destroyers and other ships, are taking place in international waters off the peninsula's east coast. The drills are aimed at bolstering the Allies' defense capabilities. The U.S. expects North Korea may react to these new drills with more missile tests. Money news at 25 and 55. Let's get a check on Wall Street. We are approaching break-even for the week at this point. The Dow is down 410 points. The S&P 500 index is down 68. That is 1.8%. The Nasdaq's down 272 points. That's a 2.5% loss. Pay raises aren't keeping up with inflation, but wages in September were up 5% from a year ago, easily well above pre-pandemic norm. The unemployment rate fell to 3.5% last month. 263,000 jobs were gained. That is, however, the smallest monthly gain in 16 months. Goodwill is making its first big push into online sales, and it's going upscale. Goodwill finds is an online marketplace for donated luxury hand-me-downs like Gucci and Prada. Goodwill sold $5.4 billion in donated goods last year. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. 
Money News brought to you by Gramophone.com. Get outdoor ready with Gramophone. For the best smart lighting, shading, music, and entertainment systems, you've got to visit the hottest showrooms in Gaithersburg and Columbia or Gramophone.com.